0: Name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, today's liturgy brings us back to the ordinary Sundays of the year, those Sundays in green. Yet we look back, yet we still bask in the light of the nativity and epiphany. This today we celebrate the third mystery of the Epiphany, which shows us the completion of the merciful designs of God upon the world at the same time that it manifests to us for the third time the glory of our Lord and Savior. The star has led the soul to faith. The sanctified waters of the Jordan have conferred purity upon our souls. The marriage feast unites her to her God. You know the first miracle of the public life of Jesus. The water changed into wine at the marriage feast of Cana at the prayer of his mother. For our human hearts, what an unexpected revelation of the divine tenderness and delicacy. Some austere ascetics may be scandalized to see a miracle asked or wrought in order to hide the temporal needs of a poor household during a wedding banquet. And yet it is this that the Blessed Virgin does not hesitate to ask. It is this that Christ vouchsafes to work. Jesus allows himself to be touched by the embarrassment in which these poor people were about to find themselves. So as to spare them, he works a great prodigy. And what his heart herein reveals to us of human goodness and humble condescension is but the outward manifestation of the divine goodness, whence his human goodness has its source. My time has not yet come, we notice on the lips of the Savior when pressed to work this first miracle. In these dark and difficult days, for us, full of worry, anxiety, and fear, many have been calling out to Him to work again some sort of miracle. Yet His seeming refusal is only that. He was and still remains mercy itself. We must be confident in Him and that woman who was there with him at the wedding feast. The wine seems to have indeed run out, this wine being nothing other than divine charity. It seems as though charity has grown very cold in these days. Yet the time for the manifestation of the Son of Man has not yet come, at least not yet. Let us look with confidence to his mother. She was present at the beginning of his messianic mission here on earth, and was there as he began his public ministry at the wedding feast of Canaan. It was at her urging that he worked this great miracle of the transubstantiation of water into wine. She would be there at the ultimate hour when on the altar of the cross he would accomplish our redemption. It was there that He gave her to us as our mother. She is that mysterious woman foretold by God Himself at the fall of our first parents. I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. She shall crush thy head, and thou shalt lie in wait for her heel. She is the new Eve, the mother of all the living, and like every good mother, she cares for her children. This is why our Lord strangely refers to the, his Blessed Mother simply as woman in this Gospel passage, drawing the parallel between her and that first woman, Eve. In a sermon to the people of Paris, St. Francis de Sales once said, much more eloquently than, I, eloquently than I possibly could, I find that Our Lady spoke to people only twice according to the accounts given in the gospel. Once when she greeted Elizabeth, and there is no doubt, but that at that time she prayed for her, for greetings of the faithful are made by prayer. The second was when she spoke to the servants at the wedding feast in Cana of Galilee. And at that time she said only, do whatever my son tells you. These two acts comprise the exercise of charity and the will of the Virgin towards us to pray for us and consequently we ought to invoke her with great confidence. In all dangers, in all tempests, oh, look at this star of the sea and invoke her. With her favor, your ship will arrive at port without disaster and without shipwreck. But if you want her to pray for you, listen to her second word by obeying her commandments. Now her commandments are, in a word, that you do the will of her son. Do whatever he tells you. O Christians, do we desire that the Virgin should hearken to us? Then hearken to her. Do you desire that she listen to you? Listen to her. With all her heart and with all the weight of her affections as well, she asks that you be obedient servants of her Divine Son. Let us then go to her who is the throne of grace with confidence and despite our misery and because of our misery. May she form our hearts and make them pleasing to her Son that they might be filled with the wine of divine charity and grace. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.